morning world good morning um this is another episode brought you by nick on my podcast views produced by 456 productions um getting off work today uh and i wanted to talk about something um and what i mean by good morning is literally like uh four o'clock in the morning <laughs> i'm on my way home but this this is a short episode for you guys uh so this episode is about becoming a personal trainer how i became one but also the difficulties in starting out as a personal trainer uh, for me, I went through ISSA, which I have to say, which is a phenomenal program, and I think everybody should look at that and give it a shot. I mean, I think you can learn a lot from it. Um, I'm still learning as I continue on because they're adding more programs, nutritionists, uh, certain areas where <laughs> basic courses on how to strengthen your back cardio hits and all that it teaches a it teaches a lot and people you should definitely check it out but that's that's where i started at with my personal training journey um after that i started working with blank fitness now blank fitness is great um i got to meet some great people and all that but you know you know let's you got to keep it a buck uh personal training is more commission-based than hourly unless you get into a management type position. So a fitness manager, for example, you'll get hourly and commission. But if you're just a trainer, you're strictly training people on commission. So sometimes that can suck, especially if you struggle to get new clients. And I'm not going to lie. I know I'm a good trainer, but I did struggle to get clients. And it took me a while to figure out why I struggled to get clients until I started learning from the people I worked with. Um, This older gentleman who's been around a block, Mr. Olympian, he's like 60 years old, if I'm not mistaken. And he's he's super ripped for a 60-year-old guy. But he broke it down to me and why. And so before I tell you why, I want to continue before... Where I left off at that way, you know, I can get lead up to it. So, starting out personal training was great. Um, the first thing I thought, and this is my fault, when I first started personal training, I just thought the people was going to come because you was a trainer. They needed a trainer. Hey, here you go. He's this, that. No, it's not that. It doesn't work like that. Just because you got the certification doesn't mean anything. And that's something I had to realize for myself. So, as I learned, it was a stepping stone. And then working in certain gyms, if they already got the star trainers, the star clients, it's going to be hard to get clients in there because it depends on the area, depends on the demographic as far as, like, who wants to work out, who doesn't want to work out things of that nature and and it's insane on how it really goes and I've done the cold calling the calling like hey you know such and such and you know I'm here you know hey you got a free startup session and you know trying to convince people to 
hey, let's work out. Like, I just believe that if a person truly wants to work out, then they work out. I, I shouldn't have to manipulate their thinking process to work out. And truth be told, that's what you have to do. And it sucks that you have to do that. It's like, I don't like the, I don't like the thought of manipulating somebody. You know, that's what it feels like. I know somebody listens to this probably say, well, it's not really manipulating. You're just helping them see this, that, and the third. But that's what it feels like to me. But I've done it all with the cold calls, uh, the no-shows, and everything like that. And, and that destroyed me. Or my client couldn't afford it no more. And, you know, so they wanted to pay a little less just so I could keep them. And I'm like, I have to make a living too. <laughs> so I made these prices affordable and giving you free sessions on top of what you're paying for the regular sessions just to make things work out. And that wasn't enough for certain people. And I think it had to do with the area that the gym was located at. Um, so the area, the gym was located in Philadelphia, but it wasn't in the best part of Philadelphia. A lot of things happened. <laughs> and so basically that gym catered to that neighborhood. And we're talking about people that are either on low income assistance or don't have that much income, uh, you know, things like that. So that played a big factor. And, you know, there were people that just came there and, and they could afford it and everything, but most of the members that was there, either they couldn't afford it or they was more so, hey, I'm doing my own thing. I got this. I don't need your opinion. I don't need your help anything like that so you have to deal with that a lot even though you see them doing the wrong thing some people don't want to be told or given suggestions like hey man you, you know you could do this a little bit better and this that and third so a lot of people don't see that nor do they realize it. so like fast forward I enjoyed training people full-time but once you start losing clients, it's hard. Sometimes hard to get other clients. It's really hard. Um, even one of the mistakes I've almost made, you know, because I don't want to poach nobody's clients, but you know, the person is training this person, and you know, some people will feel something like, "Hey, man, you trying to steal my my client?" And this, that, and that, because it's a it's a dog eat dog type of game because it's all commission. So you're fighting for that commission. Me personally. I worked another job, so I didn't worry about it. I wanted to get my feet wet in working in a gym atmosphere. Now, I loved it because I did have great co-workers. That's one thing I can honestly sit there and say, working at that particular gym, it was very great when it came to the co-workers because they was very supportive and very helpful in the best way possible. But getting clients was a little hard. The cold calling was a little hard. Um, and then some of the things with the gym atmosphere change over time. And it's like, and women, please don't take offense to this, but sometimes it's really hard to sit there and train a female or even give her the idea like, hey, um, are you interested in training? Because they think they're going to get hit on all the time, you know, or they think that you're, you're, cause they got a fat butt that you're, um, going after they ass and you're you just trying to get the yams basically you know what i mean so 
and and I and I witnessed it. Uh, I I sat there myself. Um, this one woman, she was doing lap pull downs with the machine, and I tried to tell her, I was like, um, Miss, you know, you, I don't need no training. I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't need none of that. And like y'all always trying to hit it. Y'all trainers want to hit on me. I said, No, ma'am. I, I wasn't trying to hit on you or nothing. I just wanted to tell you, hey, uh, you want to pull that down a little differently because the way you're pulling it and letting it go, you're jerking and pulling. You're going to mess up one of your joints. You're going to hurt yourself. And if you, if, if, how can I describe it? It was like one of them Planet Fitness videos where the guy was just jumping up and down on a Smith machine, pulling the weight down and pulls itself up. And it was, it, it was a recipe for disaster. And the thing is, like, I'm a, natural caring person so i wanted to tell her like hey you know you want to do this adjust your legs or here so that way you're not going up with the machine or anything like that and you know she was mad and this school and do it and i said oh my god i said this is a little harder now because i'm like okay i get it and men it's partially your fault as well because y'all did consistently stalk women in the gym or or this that and the third like it's somewhat somewhat y'all fault because y'all made it bad for guys like me that just really want to train people and things like that so it was kind of discouraging a little bit for me um and that really bothered me because it was it definitely was kind of discouraging so and I had that quite a few with a couple females. Some females were very receptive of what I said and say, hey, look, you know, one one woman, she was doing hip thrusters and she was doing it with just with the bar. I said, no, no, no. I said, look, I said, miss, I said, can, can I offer you some advice? And she's like, uh, yeah, go ahead. I said, okay, you're doing hip thrusters, which don't get me wrong. It's, it's nice. I say, I, I see a lot of women love doing that now. Some men do it too. But I said, you're, you're doing it like this. I said, do you, I said, you know, I could offer you the, the cushion, like put a cushion on a bar. That way it doesn't hurt your waist and this, that, and the third. She said, oh, I didn't know you could have that. I said, yeah, here. We put the cushions. <laughs> I went and grabbed the cushions for her, the two cushions to put on the bar. That way she can still get the workout in, but not have the metal bar just holding, like just, just pressing on her waist and then pelvic area, basically. And stuff like that and um she was very receptive of it and thankful and that, that that was relieved because i was like lord and i actually explained it to her and she said no i get it she said it's crazy she said i know it's a lot of men out here that don't want to say nothing no more and this is coming from a woman she says a lot of men out here that doesn't want to say anything no more because they're looked at oh it's harassment now where we're you and, and it's and it's not that you know so she got it. She's already said another thank you. And I actually trained her for a month. So end up training. I ended up training her for a month because she asked, me, "Well, hey, well, look, I'm actually looking for training. I want to know if you can help me figure this out, this out." I said, "Yeah, it's not a problem." I said, "Look, just give me a day." I said, um, "Let me figure. Well, let's have a conversation now. Tell me about yourself. As far as like, if you got any ailments or any pain or anywhere like anything that limit you to what you can do." Da da da. She gave it down, we broke it down, we came up with a game plan and gave her a one month workout. And which was great, because that's all she needed. She was already in great shape, but she wanted to work on this and work on that. And I helped help her out with that. And I listened to what she said. 
so that was great now the reason why I left the gym is because I was temporarily on hourly and commission didn't want to strictly commission I had two clients who I loved the train and everything and they were great and basically it could have been a long term but long story short I had to leave them alone because not because I didn't because I wanted to because I didn't but when they the one woman she stopped basically missing appointments and the re realizes I told her I said look I gotta be honest with you I said I don't get paid if you're not here I said every time you miss the scheduled appointment I don't make no money and she thought because even if she missed it I got paid she's under an assumption and I said no ma'am that's that's not how this works I said I only get paid when I actually train you and I said there's no other way about it I said I have to train people in order to get paid if I, I can't just be here doing nothing now most of the people that did go to the gym reason why it was hard to pull people in for more training sessions is because they all knew what they wanted to do or they were just too stubborn and there was no convincing them that you could make them pay 180 for four sessions <laughs> they look at you like you're crazy not paying 180 for four sessions so sometimes what i would do i'm like hey look i give you eight sessions for 180 just sign up so, and I had people that came in for training, I trained them, um, and this and third. But overall, it wasn't sustainable because if you didn't find that niche, that way to get people to stay signing up with you, it's hard. It's really hard. And then if you're a father or you're just not, you don't even have to be a father. If you're an individual that have bills, that has a, that has bills to pay, you got to make something happen. Otherwise, you can't do something you enjoy and not make money off of it. It's, it if it can't pay no bills, I'm sorry. You just got to leave it as a hobby until you know how to make money off it for sure. So, did I fail at being a personal trainer? In my eyes, no. But, did I learn? Yes, I learned the landscape. I learned how it truly is and everything like that and if i wanted to go back to it like at a particular gym i probably would but i actually i just enjoy training people outside of the gym on my own spare time when they want to and this that and third it works better for me that way i'm not constrained strictly into the gym uh, i chose back to get into the security law enforcement field and that's what i currently do now so for me personal training was definitely experience it's fun it's enjoyable it's um i mean for me i didn't do it just for money i truly enjoy helping people that's something i noticed about me since i was a kid i really enjoy helping people so that's why i loved it too i love to see help a person get results i love to motivate a person because that motivates me too to do better for myself you know so it's very enjoyable being a personal trainer, but the cons is, hey, you have to get paid in order to keep doing this. You have to be a certain shape to, to get people looking at you. That means you can't be, and no, no disrespect to anybody that's fatter or a little overweight or whatever, 
but you in, in a personal trainer's eyes they'll look at you like hey if you're obese or overweight they're gonna be like i don't want you to train you're not in shape even even if you know everything they're gonna look at you like i'm not you're not in shape i don't want you most people some people will look past that because some people know certain things that goes on with individuals but the knowledge they have is key right and that's something i've seen so like besides that personal training is a great thing uh if you're able to get into it uh go to go through issa they have the best programs uh support like chat with people talk to people uh you can reach out to people they give you your own personal training website and everything so it's something you can really look into if you really wanted to do it but also you got to be mindful can you deal with the struggles in the first year of being a personal trainer because there is a lot of struggles in the first year of being a personal trainer and that's a known fact it's, it's statistical you look at the data and you know i was one of the people that was like yo i struggled a bit i struggled and when I got the two clients, it was great. But then when they stopped, I, I couldn't continue on with the ups and downs. And, you know, I didn't want to put myself in debt trying to figure out the niche with personal training because, like, hey, I need to make money. I have two daughters to feed myself. So and I have two houses, a mortgage, a rental property to take care of, and all that other stuff. So, I could, like, my whole goal is I have to keep making money. And I didn't want to put myself in a position where I'm losing heavy, you know? So my personal training experience overall has been great. The cons to it, I just explained to it, they kind of suck, but they are the reality. And you, truth be told, being a personal trainer, you gotta know your stuff. Don't let nobody overstep your training, even in your client. If you're telling your client something, as far as, hey, this will help you build this muscle up here don't let them try to tell you this that they're obviously hear your client out but don't let they let them dictate who you are as an individual because if you do that it will kind of suck so that is my morning short clip talk about personal training my experience I would do a part two of this episode, and I hope so far that you enjoy this episode. I'll probably upload it later on today, but um, thank you. Peace and blessings. This is Nick, my podcast views. Thank you, and also look out. Um, I just signed a partnership with GM Inspire Attaining. Other people that another guy I'm working with, and we're going to be producing another show that will work with this show. Possible have two other guests on it as well that might contribute to it. So thank you, peace and blessings. Y'all have a well, it's morning for me, but I'm about to go to sleep because I work overnight. So y'all have a good morning, good day, and God bless y'all.